eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubin and Joe Shasky are coming at you every week with all the best Giants content out there. Like, rate, subscribe, review, share, post these links everywhere. We're coming at you every week. Nothing but Giants baseball talk. That's what we do. Now, Shasky, as good of a season that we are having right now as Giants fans... Uh, I think the only guys who are kind of having better seasons than Giants fans of the team right now, the guys who are in charge of running the Giants. I'm talking about Farhan Zaidi and Gabe Kapler. Uh, I don't know who you want to get into here first, but in terms of just the way fans were looking at these two last year versus how we're looking at them now. I mean, I guess let's start with Farhan here. Just from where we were on him last year to now, how big of a flip have you kind of really seen in just terms of how we're feeling towards Farhan right now. It just feels like everybody's optimistic. And that's what a couple of young players will do for you. I mean, when you're old and old and old and everything's a two year deal and a one year deal and a patchwork, it was like, come on, man. Like, and, and quite frankly, I think the Bay area more than most markets, very xenophobic. And what I mean by that is we just love when it comes to sports, we love our homegrown guys. And I don't mean homegrown as in born in the Bay Area. I mean, that came up through the ranks. Not that we won't embrace a free agent here and there or someone who's traded here and there. But the core of the recipe has got to be homegrown guys. It's weird, isn't it? I absolutely agree with you, Shasky. And like, that was why, like, obviously we wanted to see Aaron Judge become a giant. That would have been really cool. For sure. Uh, with Carlos Correa, I was excited for it, but it felt kind of like a like a shotgun or arranged marriage, really. Like, on paper, it made sense, but like I wasn't totally vibing it. Like yeah. I was going to be on board with it, but it didn't feel wholly natural. And so when that deal fell through, obviously frustrating, did not like how it did go down. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? Maybe there's a bigger picture here. And the bigger picture yeah. is that, Jesse, the Giants have been around for 140 years. It's actually the 140th year of Giants baseball, dating back to 1883. In the 140 years, they've had a lot of great stars. Tim Lincecum, Buster Posey, Barry Bonds, Will Clark, Jack Clark, Willie Mays, Willie McCovey. Go back to the New York days. You got, you know, Mel Ott, Christy Mathewson. Go all the way back to the 1800s with Amos Ruzzi and Iron Joe McGinnity and, and Buck Ewing. You know, Fred Snagos on me. We can go all those guys. Name whoever you want. Amos Ruzzi. Like, 
what all of those guys have in common, save for Barry Bonds, is they were all homegrown, came up through the organization, made their debut with That's the team. Point. And the one exception there, Barry Bonds, grew up in the Giants clubhouse. Yeah. So he, was, he was a different Whose kind. Whose dad of, played for the Giants. Yeah, he was a different kind of homegrown. Godfather was Willie. So the Giants have always been built Good around point. that homegrown star. Yeah. And going after Judge and Correa would have gone completely anathema to this. I don't know if it's a purposeful organizational philosophy to do that, but it's 140 years of history that the Giants would have been going against if they had done that. And so it just makes sense that, yeah, it has to be internal. And Farhan's finally seen these guys come up who could be these fixtures of, of the franchise. Like we just said in the last segment, it could be Luis Matos. He has that potential. Kyle Harrison has that potential. Marco Luciano, another guy. He could be that guy. And so when you have those guys who we have these franchise pillars coming up, you're starting to see the tangible results. Yeah, if I'm Farhan Zaidi, I'm walking with a little bit of a strut around that ballpark too. Yeah, no, I, and I think that the fans are starting to show out. They're starting to love their team again. Uh, this is becoming one of those I'm falling back in love with Giants baseball seasons. 1987, I think, did that for a lot of people. You could say 86 was when they started to really turn it around, mm -hmm. but 87 was when they really captured it. But it feels that way. 09 was very similar. Was Pablo Sandoval. To, yeah. Pablo Sandoval came up um, and it seemed like, you know, they, they were post bonds. You had Lens to come back to back Cy Youngs. That was the second year of the Cy Youngs for him. Pablo's your first real everyday player to come up through the farm. It felt like in forever. So it has a nice feel to it right now. And I think one of the hallmarks, whether it's the 60s, whether it's the 80s, whether it's the 2010s, when you see a wave of guys come together within a two to four year period, that's when the most success happens. And that's when you build generations of Giants fans. I, I yeah. truly believe that. No, exactly. I think that's a good point. Because like at the end of the 2000s, we had that whole wave coming up. Yeah, you had a group of guys all at the same time. And it's like, you kind of get to grow up with those guys. Yes. Like for me, like, you know, I was, I was in high school when that wave started. But for me, like I went through high school and college and graduated through college with the same core of players. You come become deeply attached to them. Yes. And now I think, yeah, you're I mean, you're still crying about Brandon Belt. Oh, yeah. I think he's a great giant. He's one of I'm the greatest smiling. giants of my lifetime. You oh. know, you talk about I know Will Clark is your first baseman. Brandon Belt is my first baseman because Ugh. that's the that's the first baseman I basically no, grew I up you. with and, 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 and enjoyed winning Giants baseball with. It's not to say that Brandon Belt's a better first baseman. I know, than Will Clark. I know. He's not better than I'm Billy teasing. I know, but oh, when the Giants play the Blue Jays, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing so much Brandon Belt talk that week. Oh, are you? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So you gonna do an exclusive? I am gonna be the Brandon Belt stand at 95 <laughs> the game. But the more to the point, yeah, like when you have that core, when you have that vision, it's a lot easier to really enjoy what Farhan's doing because you know, I this is he, what Farhan did is very different than what Giants fans are used to. Um, I you know what this feels like right hmm. now? This feels like the montage in the movie where the fighter or the superhero starts honing their craft of their yeah, superpowers. It's the Rocky Balboa Or their boxing here. skills, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that's what this is. Right now, we're in the montage stage. And a part of me kind of loves this part, the development yeah. part. It's I really part, do live for it's this. It's the part where Farhan runs off the steps of the Philadelphia I Public Library and jumps it down at the top. We're like Gabe. <laughs> Gabe's probably doing it too. Well, Gabe's probably yeah. running up it a lot faster than Farhan is. Yeah. But um, and that's I think it's good time. It's good time to get into Gabe Kapler here because he's the other side of this coin. Where Gabe Kapler, when he came to the Bay Area at the start of 2020, first off, Gabe Kapler's arrival to the Giants. It's one of the most surreal and insane arrivals 
you'd ever seen. You saw Farhan kind of hint at the end of 2019. Sometimes a manager fails in his first spot and then succeeds later on. And immediately Giants Twitter was like, oh crap, he's going to go after Kapler, isn't he? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like, the, it's not that the ink wasn't dry on the contract. The contract, like, there was no print on the contract at all. And Giants fans already wanted Gabe Kapler fired. He hadn't even interviewed yet. And then he does get hired. And the Bay Area media just puts on this massive hit job on him because of the mistakes he's made in the past. And it felt like when Gabe Kapler got here, I felt like there was a large segment of Giants fans that wanted him to fail simply because he wasn't Bruce Bochy. And so looking at Gabe Kapler now, I mean, talk about his turnaround. Do you feel like maybe... Giants fans are kind of falling in more in line behind Gabe now than maybe a year ago. Oh, absolutely. You know, the thing with Gabe Kapler that I'm most impressed is that I had him pegged as somebody who would live and die by the Excel spreadsheet and advanced analytics and all that stuff. They've bunted how many times with a runner at third base when they couldn't mm-hmm. drive in a guy from third base in less than two outs the last couple of years. He's pivoted off that stance. Now, you can yeah. say, Joe, they got more athletic, and maybe that's leaning into him leaning into the analytics or whatever, but that's old-school baseball that I love. Him playing Tyro Estrada every single day and allowing him to fail and develop and become one of the top second basemen in baseball. That I appreciate instead of just constantly platooning him right out of the game. One um, thing I think – sorry, continue. No, no, I, I just – you know, finding Camilo Duvall through the ups and downs and not playing the matchups and saying, you know what – that's our best weapon. We're going to nurture him. He's going to be in the ninth inning and look where he's at a couple years later. I think, I think I was too quick to jump down his throat at times. I don't think he's a perfect manager. I do think he can be real tight at times. And sometimes the players can feel that way, but I got to say I'm, I'm coming around on Gabe Kapler. I, I, I really am. And I think Farhan as well has allowed Gabe to evolve. I think the two of them working in concert have pivoted off their old, stubborn ways at least my interpretation through two years um and i really like what i'm watching i'm enjoying this brand of baseball yeah one thing i think that really i think impresses me the most about gabe kapler is that he's an incredibly self-aware human being so i remember uh he had just gotten hired i went to the season ticket holder event back in december of 2019 where you got to meet kapler you got to meet farhan and i'm talking to him and i asked him like you know what happened in philadelphia you know like I have friends who are Phillies fans who are just like laughing at me over this. And I told him this, like I have Philly fans, friends who are like, just don't like you at all. And he totally understood it. Like he got it on the one hand, he wasn't like offended or upset by me bringing that up at all. But then two, he kind of talked about, you remember his, his first opening day where he kind of went out to the pitcher's mound and tried to bring his reliever in, but there was no one in the bullpen or he yes. got, you know, too rigid with Aaron Nola's pitch count. And he kind of, you know, botched a lot of decisions early on. He's a guy who learns from his mistakes. Like he very much is. And even more so with there is the whole the, the incident with how he mishandled the sexual assault when he was the farm director with the Dodgers. I remember at that same event, almost every question he got was some sort of what were you doing? What were you thinking? How, why did you do that? And he I'll say it, he talked to every single fan that night and he mm. looked them in the eyes and he explained why he made a mistake there. 
and why he learned from it and why he was trying to be better as a result as because Interesting. of it. That's not like, now. And that's his, he's the same way with baseball. When he makes mistakes, he yeah. learns from those mistakes. He's open about how he made those mistakes and he grows from them. He's a young guy. He's only in his mid forties, you know? Hey, his, I said, he's young. I mean, come yeah, on, man. That's, that's considered young. Uh, <laughs> but that's a guy like he's still growing and learning as a manager. <laughs> that Lots age. of managers have flamed out early. Tony La Russa, he didn't have the most, you know, sexy tenure when he first got started in Chicago. Uh, and then uh, Joe Torrey, he used to be the manager of St. Louis, didn't do anything special there, did great in New York. So yeah, managers learn, managers grow. And I think you're really starting to see that with Gabe Kapler. And yeah, he is getting less rigid. You know, he's letting guys go. He's letting Logan Webb throw an extra inning because that's his ace. He's trusting yes. his four out save for Duvall multiple times. Exactly. Like he is, he's trusting his guys. He's not as analytically driven. Like, it's kind of like the, the, the big misnomer with Bruce Bochy was that he was all gut, no analytics. Yes, no, Bruce I Bochy, agree. He, had, he, he, I was agree. Looking at the, he was looking at the spreadsheet too. With Gabe Kapler, it's almost like the opposite. He's all analytics, no gut. Gabe Kapler, he's, I mean, he doesn't have a gut, but he's using his gut, I think, a <laughs> lot more than people want to give him credit for. And yeah, he's, it's a big reason why yeah, the, the Giants are seeing the turnaround. He's a big reason for it. Um, 100%. Jesse Munt- Monday night was his 450th game as manager of the Giants. That has wow. him 10th most in San Francisco Giants history. He's catching up to Felipe Alou on the, the games managed uh, list. I think that's next. Felipe Alou is at 640. All right, so um, let me know. Do you have the top 10 right in front of you? I this can pull it up. If you, want, if you want to vamp for a second, I can, I can, uh, yeah, I can pull well, it up. I dropped one of my needles. I'm relacing a glove here, and I dropped one of the needles, and I keep looking down here. Uh, let me name some of them. McGraw is going to be at the top of the list. Uh, I'm yeah. going to put – let me just start naming off the top ten. When you have it, let me know. Give me a thumbs yeah. up because I'm just thinking of some of the great managers in Giants history, and I'm going to – you know, I want to name some of them. Yeah. Well, here, I, I, I can go through the list right now. So John well, here, McGraw, let me go. I'll, I'll name them, and you tell me where they land. McGraw. Right. McGraw's number one on the list at 4,400 games managed. Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy is second at 2,106 games managed. Okay, I'm going to go uh, Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker's third at 1,556. Okay, I'm going to go Roger Craig. Roger Craig is... Uh, Two, three, four, five, sixth on the list at okay. 1,052. Okay, I'm going to go. My fifth one is going to be Frank Robinson somewhere. Frank Robinson is a little further down the list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Uh, out of the top 10. 14th. He's 14th okay. in games managed with four with 541. So Gabe right. Kapler actually very close to uh, catching up to him as well. Okay, Felipe Alou. Yep, Felipe Alou is up there. He's got 646. All right, name the other ones. So some other names on that list: uh, Mel Ott, a thousand four as manager; Leo DeRocher, eleven. DeRocher, former Dodger. Bill Terry, fourteen ninety. Bill Terry, who's some, also yep. Number Charlie three. Fox is at six seventy five, mm. and uh, also on there. So yeah, I mean Alvin Dark, six forty four. Alvin so, Dark, one of the first managers of San Francisco Giants. Yeah. So Gabe, he's wow. quietly rising up this list of Giants managers in terms of how long they've been here. It's only a couple of years. In a couple of years, he'll be among, you know, the, you know, six or seven most longest tenured San Francisco Giants managers. So Gabe, he's, he's showing, he's showing some sticking power. And I believe what next year his, his contract is up. Yes. 
So and him and Farhan, I believe, had aligned contracts. Well, at least his would end when Farhan's would end, I believe. Yeah, and I know the Giants usually like to do it that way. It's kind of nice to have the, that pairing there. So I think both of them have are very much in line to get extensions, possibly this offseason. I, I agree. You're showing a turnaround there. And yeah, Gabe Kapler, he's showing that he can he can lead a stable clubhouse and keep this team in contention. And he knows how to handle those those late inning matchups. And it's just from where these two were a yeah. year ago versus now, the turnaround is incredible. It and really is. So hopefully they can keep it going. I'm again, I, I tried not to get too down on them last year. I'm staying on the other. I'm kind of going with it. Try not to get too up on them this year. But I, I agree with that. They're Let's moving see in the how right this direction. Year finishes yeah. too. I want to really see how this year finishes. Like I, I'm no longer looking at them and thinking, "Wow, I wish that the old regime was here." Um, I agree. I think, and that right there is is a massive improvement on that front.